Hey gals and guys, it's me again, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five. On listening. Let's do this. Today, our guest voice is Molly Schlungen, who is a certified yoga instructor and is the owner and director of Awakening Grace Yoga Studio. She has also worked as a registered nurse in the areas of community and mental health, sports rehabilitation, and school health. Molly is a professor of nursing at New Hampshire Technical Institute and holds a master's degree in counseling psychology. Molly considers herself a student of life, attempting to learn the lessons of love in their many forms. Her personal mission, she writes, at the moment is to find and live the balance of stillness, movement, and meditation, connecting body, mind, and spirit. Friends, I welcome Molly. Hi, my name's Molly, and um, I teach a therapeutic communication class for nursing students at New Hampshire Technical Institute. And I wanted to talk today about listening. So a few years ago, I went through a divorce after um, a long marriage. And after I had the time to really look back at, you know, some of the mistakes I'd made and where I would want to make changes um, going forward in future relationships, it became very evident that communication was a part of the relationship that really broke down for us and particularly listening. So I just began to focus a little bit more on what it takes to be a good listener. Um, And so I have a couple of words of wisdom around um, becoming a good listener. The first one I think is really to try to listen more and speak less. Um, Hard to do, especially if you're someone who likes to talk um, like I do. I can kind of get long-winded. And I think sometimes if you're long-winded when you talk, it discourages the other person from being able to say what they think or put their two cents in. Another um, pearl of wisdom I've learned along the way is to give my complete attention when I'm listening, Um, to really check in with that person, maybe restate what they're saying, make sure I understand what they're saying, and not just assume that I know what their intent is in the conversation. Another way to really just tune into listening is to listen to what's not being said and to what is being said. But Tuning into those things that maybe aren't quite being said, um, not to try to read the other person's mind, but instead to maybe follow up with a question to get clarification. Um, The other thing I think with listening is it just requires a lot of practice. Um, Practice listening, maybe practice holding your tongue a little bit longer. And what I've found is that in the practicing, it gets better over time. So it's just like anything else, whether you want to be a better swimmer or you want to play the piano, the more you practice, the better you're going to get. So the more you can practice actually being a good listener, the more you'll see some results. Some of the obstacles that come up along the way are certainly for me um, being distracted or preoccupied when I'm trying to listen Um, When my children were younger, I can remember they would try to engage me in conversation. And if I'm making dinner and putting away groceries and listening, they didn't have my complete attention. And true enough, people can tell when they have your complete attention or when they don't. So any kind of multitasking tends to be an obstacle for good listening. I think it's also important that if it's a conversation that's very serious in nature or you really need to connect with the person, 
it probably makes sense to set a time and just say, I'm making dinner now. How about we try again to talk in half an hour so I can give you my complete attention? So that kind of honesty when you're trying to be a good communicator, particularly a good listener, I think is welcomed by the person who wants to speak. So that's what I have. And I just want to finish with a um, quote from Mark Nepo, who is a contemporary poet. And he says, In the practice of our days, to listen is to lean in softly with a willingness to be changed by what we hear. Thanks. Have a great day. Friends, what about that stuck out to you? What stuck out to me was that listening is an extension of our love. When we listen well, we love well. When we give others the floor, when we tune in to what they're saying without talking over them, when we listen to what is not being said, not to read their mind or diagnose them. I was just in a conversation a few weeks ago where me and the other guy, we we were doing that and it was not a very healthy conversation. But we listen to what's not being said by asking follow-up questions to help better get at the heart of the issue or the things they're saying. And when we get to the heart of the conversation, we get to their heart. And to love others well is to honor the conversation by setting aside a time for complete attention. If you're distracted, then choosing to listen to them at that moment would not be loving them well. Molly, thank you for your very vulnerable story of how at the heart of a divorce, listening was a big problem. And if really that last quote, which I love, is true, thanks for sharing that. The quote being that true listening is to lean in softly with the willingness to be changed by what we hear and who doesn't need to hear that in this age of social media where we are so eager right now to share our opinion. And in the practices that Molly gave us, they are best practiced in person. And so do we lose a lot of ability to love the people we are in conversation with over social media? Absolutely. I think we can listen. I think it's much harder and much more effective to listen in person. There is a lot to be distracted by. And I know this to be true in my marriage when I am distracted and not giving my full attention to something that my wife wants me to listen to. She feels unloved. Truly, listening is an extension of our love. It is setting aside pride of needing to win all the time and being willing to be changed by what you hear. And one question I want to explore further coming out of this is, is there a correlation between how well you are willing to be changed by other people's beliefs that you don't necessarily agree with, with how others feel loved by you? Listening is not easy because it is an act of self-sacrifice, of placing the words of others ahead of yours and being willing to be changed. Thanks for joining for these five minutes or so. Thank you for Molly for uh, putting the effort to add your voice to the to the podcast and the collective wisdom we are gathering in these piles of episodes. At the end of each episode, what we do is an act of deciding to listen to ourselves. A voice, but our voice, where we speak a contradicting message that is positive. Contradicting to the negative messages that we have been fed or that we have fed ourselves most of our lives. And the beautiful thing is that this is backed up in neuroscience. That we have the ability to rewire our brains and put power behind positivity. And we do this by looking at a reflection of ourselves in a mirror. And when you find that today, will you say this to yourself? 
Today, I can love others well by adding value to their voice through listening. The power that you have to lift others up through a simple act of listening. It's simple because it's it's not complex, but it can be simple and hard to do. We have to develop new habits. If you need to today, bite your tongue, sit back a little bit, and try to listen to their heart. And as always, it starts with you. you.